Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Shope and the Bulldog. I, I don't think that's a very good attitude. It's Mike Shope. You don't think? You don't you don't think? But I don't think you should be butting in when I'm talking to my team. You're my assistant, okay? You're supposed to back me up and go get me juice boxes when I tell you. Now go get me a juice box. You know who you're talking to? It's the Bulldog. I'm talking to the juice box guy. You're crazy. Well, I'm not crazy. I'm just thirsty. Why don't you go to hell? No, you go to hell. While you're there, why don't you grab me a juice box? I'm no juice box boy, I'll tell you that. Yes, you are. No, I'm not. Yes, you it's are. Mike I'm not. Yes, you and are. the Bulldog not. on WGR Sports Radio 550. Yes, what's up? Nice day. There he is. Hi. One of these days where I'm I'm home, looking outside. Looks like a soaker out there. You can barely see the river. It's tough out there. Yeah. It's probably going to be way worse for the game on Sunday. It's <laughs> <laughs> forecast is so I've not spent the last, favorable. I've spent the last two days mostly in bed. How much, as I hear myself in the echo, I'm have to get used to this, uh, how much time have you spent on the weather this week? Uh, not a ton. Um, it's come up. Um, in fact, it, well, I, not that much, but enough that I got emails from people uh, telling me about how windy it was in different, you know, different Bills games where the offense thrived. Uh, the Steelers game here last year where the Bills blew them out, it was not, you know, sub-zero wind chills or anything it was like in the 50s but the wind was blowing in the 30s that day uh so i guess it came up enough that people wanted to let me know like hey that it doesn't paralyze the passing game uh necessarily maybe i'm overstating that part of it uh but i i felt i've been kind of waiting to see when we got more definitive word about snow and i don't know if it's exactly definitive at this point but it sure it sure sounds you know, it sounds a little snowier than it did a couple days ago. So I was wondering if we, you know, we wouldn't talk more about that as the the week wound to a close here. Well, yeah, and I think maybe we take it right to Sunday morning. I mean, that game that you'll remember against Indianapolis uh, in the snow, like one of the maybe the snowiest snow game the Bills have ever had. Certainly one of them. I remember that as Sunday morning. Yeah, maybe 
maybe it'll snow, but mm-hmm. then by like eleven o'clock in the morning, we shouldn't go out there. Right? Like this, yeah, that's this what is I remember. Be one we, of those days. Yeah, we decided at some point in in the early, well, yeah, mid morning or so, like, ah, let's work from the studio today. <laughs> Just you know, that's not not worth well, slugging it out there. That's how it is, right? With with yeah. weather like this, you just kind of don't know what kind of direction the snow band will take. So it could miss the stadium, or it could just destroy it um, Sunday. Which I don't know. Like, I think we've certainly, as a fan base, as a community, spent our time glorifying the Bills in the snow. Mm-hmm. But with the result of last year's loss. With the new stadium going up and not having a roof on it, uh, just more and more teams. Detroit is back in the playoffs, enjoying the you know indoor confines. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like maybe we want to romanticize so much about. I think we're rooting against it, right? Where we rooting? Are we not rooting against really bad weather? Yeah, I think so. I, I think so. Like a, like a normal person would do. Actually. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I was talking to our our boss here before we started because um, there's been again this is the sort of thing I'm I'm sort of waiting as the week goes on to see where it leads us. Um, I know by this time last week we had already some data, some intel that was telling us that you know over fifty percent of the tickets that were distributed and sold for the Miami game were to like Bills fans, whether that was zip codes or, or whatever it was. Like we had you know reason to believe the Bills fans were going to have half the stadium. You know, I keep seeing people are sending me screen grabs of their Ticketmaster pages, and there's lots of those pink dots in the stadium, and those are resale tickets. Those aren't just available at the box office. Those are, you know, for, you know, someone has those in their possession already, I might assume season ticket holders, and they're they're out there. Like, you can buy them if you want. And the hassle to me, like, I'm, you know, <laughs> look, I, I – I, I can get caught up as as caught up as anyone in romanticizing being out there. I mean, my you know one of my, my two favorite sporting event experiences at the stadium uh, are the Winter Classic in two thousand eight, and it was snowing. It wasn't a blizzard, but it was snowing, and a Bills game from two thousand two against the Dolphins that was a, a pretty hearty snow day, uh, and I loved it, but. To me, so it's not about sitting in the stadium in the snow. Like, I know how to dress. I think most people that live here that are, you know, in the elements and have to deal with it know how to handle it. It's more for me the getting there and getting out, you know. And I wouldn't blame somebody if they're they're freaked out by that. You know, it doesn't have to be a life and death situation or anything, but it still could be. Well, it could be that, you know, I mean, we went through a blizzard last year that, you know, a lot of people died in. And like, do you want to put yourself in that position to go to a football game? Like, I, I'm not here to tell you, you, you should go. You have to go. Don't sell your tickets. Because um, I, I, I get it. I mean, it's a, it can be a real hassle to get in and out of there on a September, you know, sunny afternoon let alone with, you know, who knows how much snow falling or have having fallen already. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like Sunday Sunday could be it if Steelers fans are hardy enough to buy up tickets that are available and travel down here in significant enough numbers that, you, you know, the broadcast mentions it, say, or, you know, fans in the stands can just plainly see it. Like, wow, this is... This is like 70-30, and I wasn't expecting that, 70%, 30% uh, Steelers fans. 
um, you know, we, we might have a like, reigniting the whole thing. There's there's no undoing it. They're building the stadium. They're building. Uh, there is more coverage uh, for the fans than there is in the current stadium. But still, I just feel like the whole conversation is going to just fire back up if you get a playoff game with tens of thousands of visiting fans in the in the building. Which you know, I'm not saying that's going to happen, but it's certainly possible. It looks to me possible with the number of tickets that appear to still be available on the open market. The conversation about a roof on the new place? Yeah. You mean? Yeah. Or or not even so much that it's just regretting it. You know what I mean? Because there's no, there's no changing it. There's no turning that around, I don't think, at this point. But you, you still might, you know, re-question whether or not that was a sound idea or not. Well, I'm thinking more about what happens on the field, actually. Just, you know, the, the Bills, it was always probably a little bit overdone, just how much of a psychological advantage or even just a physical one they would have, uh, like back in the 90s, say, in the cold, in their own stadium. That, that can just come from what the other team is thinking about and how far away they are from sort of being acclimated or being up for that kind of a test. But, man, it's a little bit scary. It's a little bit scary to have watched the Bills completely fall flat last year against the Bengals on, like, their perfect, you know, weather day, mm-hmm. or at least in our minds. And now it's the Steelers who... Oh, like, there should just, be, yeah, there should be no acclimation problem there for them, I wouldn't think. No, and if they... If this is a day where, whether it's like the Colts game or whether it's even like the Patriots game in the wind from a couple of years ago where your air game is neutralized... Uh, it's it's that bad. Like it has to be bad for that to happen. Like you mentioned correctly, other games or people also mentioned to you other games mm-hmm. where it might have seemed like it could be bad, but it wasn't. If it's that bad, you are kind of on a level playing field with a team like this, I think. And that wasn't the idea. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that wasn't what that wasn't what the two seed was all about. It wasn't what this whole <laughs> campaign mm-hmm. has has been about is to get home field and play an inferior opponent and look at this easy relatively easy path i don't know maybe it won't be a problem but i just think it's it's got to be a little unsettling to have this forecast with this opponent and now it's the playoffs and and you know what else and i'm not trying to scare anybody but last week with the dolphins i was saying how like all the the accolades miami got all year the division lead 70 points in a game Mike McDaniel, all of it, Tua, everything that just looks so impressive and amazing about the Dolphins, they go into that game last week and they find out if it if it met, meant anything. Because to lose it, you didn't win the division. None of that, it's all in the background now. And now you're going to play Kansas City in, by the way, negative 20 uh, wind chills. This is kind of like, for the Bills, there's no excuse, right? I mean, they they got, despite all the bad losses, they got there. They won the game Sunday night. They got the path that they was the most that they could have ever deserved mm-hmm. or asked for. And so, you know what? If you have big snow and wind and, you know, you're, you're going you're gonna to play Mason Rudolph here, all right? So in your own stadium, no matter how many Pittsburgh fans are there, no excuses but not ideal. Maybe. Right, yeah, and and look, that's why I said, like, we don't have to dwell on it, but that's why I think if it goes a certain way, 
um, you know, if they lose, um, or even if there's just tons of Steelers fans there, I think the hardiness of the Bills fans and all the tough talk about we don't need a roof, we love the elements and all that, will be challenged again. But, yeah, on the field, I, I've said all week, really, I think I probably even said this with you on Monday when you were here before you, you had the couple days off there, uh, the only thing left to do is to go win the whole thing. I mean, they've got as good a look at it as they've had in these four years, I, I think. Um, with this, you know, even though this opponent is is a different kind of challenge because of the potential weather, you know, it's still a team that you know we have not thought very highly of at all. It's the it, I think it's the worst team in the playoff field, and so you've got them in your place. I, yeah, I don't think you really have any room for any kind of excuses. And you'll be at home next week, and if that's Kansas City, there's your chance to finally get them here for one of these games, and they're down from what they've been anyway in the last couple of years when they've beaten you in the playoffs. So it, it, it's as good a look as it. They don't have to go to Kansas City. I mean, that's been where this has ended, you know, two out of the last – Four years. It's, it's that's where it's ended, and you don't have to do that this year. Yes, you may have to go to Baltimore, um, but there, there should be no losing at home here. Um, I think the Bills are in a they've earned a they've earned a great spot, and they need to show that they can take advantage of it now. For what it's worth, Andrew Filipponi is tweeting about a, a colleague of his who has reported that. Cleveland is sort of on watch or uh, preparing for the possibility that the game could be moved. What? If it's that bad. State of emergency. If a state of emergency is declared in western New York, Brown Stadium officials have been told to, quote, be ready. And so Jeremy jumped on that. Uh, Wow, I'm glad you saw that. I've not seen that. Maybe it's just that this is what would normally happen. You know, you have a backup plan just in case plan A gets, uh, you know, becomes unavailable for Mm -hmm. some reason. Yeah. So, it's out there at least. How about that? How about that? Yikes. That was that. I'm glad to have the information, but that's not information that I'm glad to hear. Does that make sense? Like, if 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 people know that, I want to know it. But I'd rather it weren't, uh, you know, the, things weren't as dire sounding as that because that that sounds kind of alarming to me. Well, they're not going to move the game out of the time slot, right? They would never do that. I think for the playoffs, I, I don't. So I, I don't know. you would have to have. I think I think there would have to be sort of what is it? it's already Thursday. Like maybe by. I don't know. I guess I guess I want to fi- I want to finish the thought. I don't ever have to go back to it. Hopefully, but like by sometime more than a day ahead, they would have to come to the conclusion, and it would have to be like so certain that it would be right mm-hmm. that this player no, it's going to be impossible. So then they move the game. I mean, that's just incredible, though. Yeah. Like, yeah, because I, it, it, in the playoffs they would they're not going to move it up to Tuesday night or something. You know, it's it's it doesn't work like that in the playoffs. Right. Yeah. Man, that's a, that that's that's just an I I hadn't even thought about. I know, you know, we've been living through and last year it happened to the Bills, you know, obviously, uh having to move a home game to Detroit. 
at my, my that wire never tripped in my brain this week. Even today, seeing you know the forecast that potentially has the snow band like just mashing Orchard Park at, at like eleven thirty in the morning, my brain never even went like, I wonder if they have a fallback plan or an alternative site or anything like that. Um, yeah, they. I think you'd have to have a decision like that made by very early in the day Saturday, at the latest, if you wanted to logistically yeah, right? pull that off. Get the yeah. teams there. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I, wow. Okay, is right. Okay. Wow. Jer- Jeremy filled in on power rankings. Yeah. Yeah. He was. Uh, he was with me on uh, on Tuesday for that. Right. Yeah. And, and your nephew. Where did Pitts? Where did Pittsburgh end up? Um, hang on, I gotta let, let me get a look at the sheets here. Hang on. Oh no! Right, you're in there. You're the uh, one. You're the one to ask. I gotta look at these horrible. This horrible sheet again. Uh, yeah, you, you really, you really tripped me up with the this this sheet of this lined sheet of paper. Uh, I know because you're not you loose leaf paper, and you didn't stay. And you didn't use this, the lines. Round of... you're, you're like ignoring the lines. You know how no. insane that makes me. Well, that's right. Uh, Pittsburgh was eighth. Yes, eighth. That's great for Pittsburgh. In the yeah, holidays, isn't I, it? yeah. As we were going through it, I, I. Felt like you know they're in the playoffs. I I don't know. I just kind of want to put them twelfth <laughs> here again or wherever you know they've been lower. They were as low as or as high, excuse me, as eleven just two weeks ago. Uh, going back before that, they were fifteenth on the nineteenth of December. Sixteenth the week before. Who's that. the team in the top seven? Who's the team in the top seven that didn't make the playoffs? Indianapolis. Yeah, Indianapolis is one spot ahead. They're, and you said you said last week, you said last week you thought the Steelers were the easiest Bills yeah. opponent, potential yep. opponent. I said the Colts. Would you still say the same thing? I guess maybe by that ranking you are kind of yeah, saying that I, yeah, you think I the still, Colts I, are better than the Steelers. I still would. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I I wouldn't be really scared of Gardner Minshew, but I I feel like you know that that that. That offense would worry me a little more than this Steeler offense. Have we gone too long into the conversation without mentioning that Bill Belichick is out as the coach of the Patriots? Yeah. So I'm thinking about that. <laughs> like it's a ma- massive story, not shocking, but still incredible and huge that this is at where we're at. Uh, but then, like, it's the playoffs in three days, and it's also this weather piece and. I don't know. I just wanted. I wanted to start with the game and not and not the Patriots. I think you're is, you're fine. You know, like yeah. you and I have sat here for the whole, the whole uh, Belichick experience with New England, and you know, despite how incredibly long it lasted, we we made it through. So I just wanted to <laughs> wanted to uh, celebrate that. I guess. Yeah. I, it, I'm disappointed he's leaving. I mean, it, it's not surprising. It's it seemed pretty evident that it was going to happen. Um, at, you know, at some point here, midway or three quarters of the way through the season, uh, the way it was going, and there started to be some reporting on that. But I was texting with a friend of mine who's who's a, a, a Pats fan, 
And I said, like, I'm, I'm mad he's leaving. Like, I'd like to watch him and them spin their wheels for a couple of more years. I think that would be helpful. Um, because I, 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 I don't think that that was going to turn around with him. We'll see what he does somewhere else. It seems pretty evident he's going to go somewhere else, and we'll have opportunity to do that. But him staying there, I felt like, sort of eliminated them from being a concern. So I'm bummed out he left, actually. Yeah, that'll be very different next year. I wonder how adventurous they'll get with his replacement. Uh, you know, if it's Jared Mayo or even Mike Vrabel, maybe that's what they should do, but that's not very adventurous. You know, it's if, it's, if Mike Vrabel is the next coach of the Patriots, it's going to feel just like the Patriots. Mm-hmm. You know, like he was so much a part of their success, and, like, it's just going to be going to be sort of – business as usual quarterback will be someone new and um maybe they'll end up with a rookie or maybe they'll end up with russell wilson uh who knows but just uh you know it's gonna be very different to see new england play with a different head coach next year and certainly also very there is a report sorry i was gonna say very different to see him you know wearing i don't know what atlanta colors chargers colors or some 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 ripped up hoodie with a chargers logo on it i don't know maybe that'll happen yeah yeah uh that it was the same way with brady right like when brady left new england just the idea of him playing for a different team just would seem so strange and why do it was always kind of my thing on that just why not enjoy the fruits of your success on pretty much, I mean, at least in terms of winning, uh, a legacy above all others, just, just walk away. But easy to say. These guys loves, love to compete. It's what they do. And probably Belichick is the next coach of the Falcons or, or uh, Chargers or some team, like you say. And um, we'll have to get used to that, I guess. I was going to mention here also, we've got Joe Ostrowski coming up to talk about Wild Card Weekend. We'll also have Chris Trapasso and Sal Capaccio today, all before the Sabres game tonight. They're saying in Baltimore that Mark Andrews might be back by their first game. Mm. So, round two. Andrews was hurt week 11. Fibula fracture, high ankle sprain. Is this an Aaron Rodgers thing? Or just, well, it's not Andrews doing the talking. It's like reporting around the uh, Ravens. So, um, that's interesting that he might be back for them because that's uh, a great player and earlier than it seemed was going to happen when he got hurt, Andrews. Yeah, that's a potentially uh, – that's an impact That's an impact player. I don't know that, that he's a line mover necessarily, but he's the most reliable receiver they've got, I think, even though the receiving has, has come along here this year. But, uh, you know, he's – yeah, he's he's Jackson's guy. So, yeah, if I, if I got to deal with them in a, in a few weeks, I'd much rather not have to deal with him. Uh, but maybe we will anyway. I think, though, this is also when you hear just sort of the utmost optimism – guys like A.J. Brown the other day or Laporta with the Lions suffering. I mean, Laporta's on the field screaming with that knee injury. Today, he's talking about playing against uh, L.A. He's talking about playing Sunday night. So I think teams and players are kind of like that when it comes to the playoffs. Just if there's any chance at all, they will sound optimistic about it, sort of leave the door open for that. We'll certainly get into the Bills who have their own injury issues with Sal today and, and along the along the way 
Joe Ostrowski coming up. We'll talk Wild Card Weekend with Joe. Thanks for being with us. The Sabres host Ottawa tonight. Mike Schoep and the Bulldog talking a lot about Bill Steelers and an exciting weekend here today on WGR. We've got to be sound, you know, schematically and, and within our fundamentals. The wind may move the ball a little bit, but again, having the experience that I do in the stadium and, and knowing wind patterns, what they what we expect them to be, at least, uh, just having a good sense of that. And again, just finding ways to get our playmakers the ball on the outside. You know, typically with weather like this, a game that both teams are going to run the ball and it's going to be um, very possession limited. So we got to make these possessions count. Yuck, in a word, yuck. <laughs> Fundamentals, schematically, possession limited. What, what kind of, what, how do we deserve this after that run? Oh, super. Josh Allen and the Bills might have, it might be a uh, weather event kind of playoff game here with the Steelers on Sunday. You know all about it. Not so many times in the playoffs, though, has it just become one of those games. A couple have come close. We'll see what happens on Sunday. On the line now, the host of BetQL Daily, Odyssey Sports betting insider Joe Ostrowski. Insider calls are presented by BetMGM. Go check out all of the latest lines today on the BetMGM app, and be sure to check out the BetQL Daily podcast for more of Joe's analysis. Just search BetQL wherever you find your podcast. Joe, I thought when I first saw the total for this game (laughs) back on Monday, 34. Like, wow. I mean, the Bills have not been lighting it up, but 34. And that's before I knew anything about the forecast. Uh, maybe I was naive at that point. The number has gone up a little bit. What has the line and the total or anything else meant to you when it comes to Bill Steelers? So on Sunday, when it first opened up, uh, before it was it was out there about the weather that was coming their way, uh, your way, 41 and a half is what it opened at. So then by Monday, oh. it dropped about a touchdown. <laughs> so, yeah, the sharp are like, wait a second. It's looking like it's going to be really bad. Uh, so it, it was around nine and a half for about a day, too, before it ended up uh, getting to ten. And, you know, one of the big storylines in this game on the Pittsburgh side is, of course, the Watt injury. And it's basically saying that he's worth two to three points, which you don't see with defensive players. You don't see it with with high-skilled players on offense, but the numbers are out there, and everybody's been talking about it for a while. You see the difference with Pittsburgh, with and without Watt. I mean, he's missed 11 games. This is a team that is always playoff caliber. They're at least contending, right? Uh, Tomlin. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. 
That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Never has a losing season, 11 games, and they're 1-10 in 10 in those 11 games straight up. Um, the against spread record is closer to the middle, but yeah, they, they just don't win without him. But with him, straight up, there's 69-36 in a couple of ties in there. As well. So uh, the as far as the side, it hasn't budged much. Like I said, it just bumped up from 9.5 to 10. But early in the week, the uh, the total was just getting smashed to the under. You know, Joe, the, 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 the sentiment I'm hearing mostly from fans so far this week and the concern is, and, and I, I, I subscribe to this, like that the weather is good for the underdog and is somewhat of a leveler. Does it surprise you that with the forecast – looking like it's looking and sounding more like there will be snow, some snow anyway, certainly higher winds and cold temperatures uh, on Sunday afternoon, that the line hasn't come come back a little bit towards Pittsburgh. This is the game, I'd say, of the six that a lot of bettors are having a tough time with. If you didn't um, get that under early on in the week, it's, it's kind of one like, okay, double digits. Do I want to lay 10 um, with, with a quarterback that's had 18, ter- 18 interceptions this year. like That's part of it, and I think that is spot on, Bulldog, that when you have such a low total and you're getting 10 points, low total games, you just take the massive underdog, and that's how a lot of people are looking at it. The other thing is, you know, over the last, uh, I'd say, I believe it's year and a half, um, when uh, Allen's played, the Bills are double-digit favorites. They've lost seven against the spread in a row. Like They don't cover these massive numbers. So th- that is certainly part of it. And the path for Pittsburgh to stay in this game is kind of the path that Tomlin wants to play anyways, right? He wants to run the ball and limit uh, <laughs> those possessions like, like Josh Allen was talking about. It, it is the one game where I see uh, – I think this weekend you could make a case. like We, we could paint a scenario where – any of these underdogs win, I'm just having a tough time with this one. I, Without Watt, I don't really see it. But the thing is, is the weather going to neutralize things? Like, I guess you could make that argument. But, yes, typically the, the rule of thumb is low total like this, mid-30s, one of the lowest of the season. You just take the underdog when you're getting 10. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. I They got, they got there before I did this week, Joe, that – the, the total coming down meant they knew about the weather, and that's why yep. the line hasn't moved. Like the, the the expectation was for bad weather. That stat about the Bills in double digit being a double digit favorite that's completely flipped from when you and I and Bulldogs started talking. Yeah, when right. they could they could not make the lines big enough for the Bills. But this this season has been different, and even with these wins down the stretch to get to the playoffs and get to the two, uh, they're not exactly pouring it on here offensively. What do you think of them? I mean, I know you have futures bets on the Bills. We liked them for value when they were like 13% or whatever to make the playoffs. What do you how do you like your chances of cashing these bets? Well, just first off, to get the 2, perfect. Love it. To get Pittsburgh, awesome. We got the worst opponent as far as I'm concerned. Um, so I feel great about it. I I think this is a good spot. Now, 
Am I I a little concerned about this weather situation? Of course. But can you name another team playing this weekend you'd rather play? No, give me Rudolph. I'm fine Mm -hmm. with that. I I know he's won three games and, you know, were were the opponents trying in all of them? That's certainly up for debate. But, no, I think this is a, a perfect scenario. Tomlin's always scary. But, yeah, 10-17 and 17 with, with a negative point differential, and they're on their third quarterback of the season, and they're missing their best player. I'll sign up for that one every time. With Joe Ostrowski here on the Wester Hotline, Mike Schaub and the Bulldog. Joe, what's your favorite bet of the weekend? Hmm. Um, I would say I do like the over in Green Bay-Dallas. That is the way the Packers offense has gotten on track and how horrendous their defense is. It is prime for the Packers to get theirs. Uh, Before the Bears game this past week uh, against the Packers, they hit six straight overs. If you look at what Love has been doing in the second half of the season, he's third in the NFL in EPA per play. He's second as far as PFF grade, um, as far as that goes. And you've seen some awful quarterbacks get theirs against this Packers defense. So I, that's the one where I, I really view, okay, it's a high total, but indoors, that one should be a shootout. I, I, there's, I think there's a lot of reason to believe, um, yeah, that that's going to get into the 50s. And, boy, if if the Cowboys lose that one, we might have another big story with with a coach firing, right? Like we're yep. probably going to wake up on Monday and McCarthy's going to be out. Like this has been wild over the last couple of days. If the NFL wanted to eliminate Black Monday, it looks like uh, they got their message across to teams this week as it's been delayed a little bit. But yeah, I, maybe the firing cycle is not over uh, once we get to Monday. I do like that one. Um, the the other NFC one, like I hate that everybody seems to be on it, and this is the matchup that I was hoping for. Sunday night, I think the Rams are going to beat the Lions. So, uh, yeah, I, I like getting the three points in that spot. I don't know what Laporta's doing on the field. I was saying it before before the game. I, d- I don't know what Dan Campbell was doing, moving from the three to the two. The upside just wasn't there in that spot. And, yeah, do you want McVay going against Goff? I don't want Goff in, in, in that battle. And the the fascinating part to me is that game's probably going to be decided in the trenches with the interior defensive line of the Rams and what Turner has become next to Aaron Donald. Uh, that that's going to be fascinating, and I expect them to get pressure on Goff. So I know he plays well indoors, but uh, we'll see how he responds to that. But I do like the Rams there. Feels like as soon as the Lions hit hit a little bit of a lull in this season, it became very fashionable. I I succumbed to it. Like yeah. they are ripe for a wild card loss. <laughs> like they're just yep. like hey, we made the playoffs, we won the division, yay, hang a banner. Oh, <laughs> that that just feels like the Lions and. On the Packer Cowboy thing, if there were a way to do it, I would bet everything <laughs> I own on McCarthy being canned if they lose that game, especially oh, with yeah. Belichick out there. Yeah, yeah, he put it all on the line. He got rid of the OC. It's all on me. And, oh yeah, some of the names that are available. With, I mean, Vrabel would be a terrific upgrade. I don't know if Harbaugh is going to make the move, but it's going to be fascinating what happens over the next few weeks. Bulldog, didn't we have a bet last year on whether McCarthy would be yes, back this year? Yes, yes. Him, him being their coach opening day this year cost me tw- 20 units or something. I don't remember exactly. Really? Was, yeah, We're, yeah. I, th- I thought he was – I didn't think he was going to make it through last year. Well, I thought I he'd make it. it through the year, but I didn't think he'd make it to opening day of 23. Yeah. Yeah. And Sean Payton. 
and Sean Payton uh, looming right. maybe contributed to that, too, that Dallas might mm-hmm. do that. We have a bet that I am not to uh, give in on yet, Joe, whether uh-huh. this goes back a couple of years, I think, whether Belichick wins another playoff game. You're saying no? I'm on no. Mike's on yes. I have, I, I'm on yes. This goes back, I mean, probably before they came here for the playoffs in, in 2021. I mean, they were in the playoffs two years ago. Do you have, like, you, you can probably, maybe you live in a place where you can bet on where he goes uh, or oh, yeah. what, what happens with him. Yeah, you can. You, I, I, see, uh, I we, see odds for, for every team, their next coach. So, um, yeah, and there's also a Belichick one. The Belichick one is, believe it or not, this surprised me. I don't agree with this at all. Uh, I saw the favorite is plus 150 not to coach a team next year. I don't agree with that one. He's going to be on a sideline next year. It, it seemed like they that's kind of like betting it. no touchdowns. Yeah, that's <laughs> no kind of like betting no touchdown. For, yeah. First touchdown score, no one. No, the market has gone to Atlanta. Atlanta plus 200, and then a huge drop off all the way down to the Chargers. At uh, eight to one, so two to one for Atlanta, eight to one on the Chargers for Belichick's next stop. I, I sort of felt like the the timing of the Belichick announcement with Kraft, like this last night was the first time I started to see on social media, hey, the Falcons fired their coach on Monday and they haven't announced any interviews. Like it's sort of mm-hmm. it, it's sort of starting to feel like maybe Arthur Blank thinks he's going to get Bill Belichick, and then this morning all of a sudden there's, hey, we're talking to this coordinator, we're talking to that coordinator. I feel like the, the Falcons just like flooded the market with we're we're having interviews, um, maybe to head off that speculation i don't know yeah throw the scent off a little bit yeah so i think there are of the the jobs that are open right now there are only a couple scenarios where um you look at it and you'd say okay belichick's going to get the record right he's 14 behind shula now so obvious i i would say seattle i don't think it's going to happen herbert that makes sense atlanta with an awful division he probably gets there too um 14 back but he's much further back for the regular season record but I'm assuming that's why he's hanging on, but he's not going as some of these other dumpster fires out there like Carolina, uh, Washington, Tennessee. Atlanta also has to get its its obligations covered when it comes to interviews uh, if they're just mm-hmm. like sort of focused on, uh, right. and I hate to put it like that, but that might be how they're doing it. Um, who would he want for his quarterback, Joe? I Well, the, the longstanding rumor – here for if he were to go to atlanta let's say i don't yeah he, he probably doesn't like life without a quarterback he realized how the, the rest of us a lot of people live not you guys now but a lot of us um the the long-standing rumor has been trade fields to atlanta i i don't know if that's gonna happen well, um but yeah it's like that that's talk been talked about all year here yeah i and, just we, we talk about fields every week and yeah, yeah. Who, who knows if the Bears want to do it? I think they're taking a quarterback number one overall. Certainly feels that way. After after hearing the pro, uh, them all talk yesterday, uh, more and more, it, it's I, I'm thinking it's going to be Caleb Williams. That's what I would do, uh, yep. but it does seem like there's a lot of, you know, pushback when it comes to fields. Um, well, we got our playoff stuff to get through, but it is a fun time of year for all this other action uh, as well. Joe, thank you, and good luck in Wild Card Weekend. On Wild yeah. Card Weekend. Yeah, good luck. Stay, uh, stay safe out there.
<laughs> yes, uh, that was the host of BetQL Daily, Odyssey Sports betting insider Joe Ostrowski. Insider calls are presented by BetMGM. Go check out all of the latest lines today on the BetMGM app. That I mean, it would really be Fields, something. Okay, if Fields ended up with Belichick, that was like my doomsday scenario in that draft. Was that New England was going to find their way to Justin Fields? I did not want them to get there, and they didn't. And I was glad for that. That would really be something. Obviously, it's not in our hair in the division or anything, uh, so it's not as big of a deal. Uh, but that would be that would be some kind of match. Not even a year ago, the speculation was about where Lamar Jackson would go. And I always thought New England was in play for him. I mean, it turned out nobody wanted to, well, who knows what they really wanted, but everybody chose to stay away uh, from Jackson. A lot of those teams look silly for it now. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. If they didn't then, but I don't know. Like I, that has always sort of worked for me too. Not that they're exactly the same player, but for Belichick to have an athletic quarterback, um, I mean, what am I saying? He's not exactly QB guru guy, but right. uh, he. I, I, I'm just remembering last spring, thinking if Jackson is going to be on the move, the Patriots made sense, but everybody decided he, I guess, wasn't worth it. So. Good for those people. Coming up at 4, Chris Trapasso, the Bills and the Steelers. We're talking to Joe Ostrowski about the line. I've got 10 and 35 and a half, which gives you 22.75 versus 12.75. And now, you know, duh, Mike, it makes sense to me why the over-under was so low. They knew before I realized it that this is going to be a bad weather day, or at least there's a good chance of it. All right. 
We'll talk more about it as we go through the day and tomorrow. Sal Capaccio with an update on injuries and his insight on all of this coming up at 5. Mike Shope and the Bulldog here at 803-0550. This is WGR. Welcome back. Mike Shope and the Bulldog, WGR. Chris Trapasso coming up. Is it too early to ask Chris about 2024 the 2024 draft i think it absolutely is not we could have we could have asked chris about the 2024 draft before the 2023 draft was over i think that's how on top of this stuff he is yeah you know what last so i've been in bed for two days basically uh and i watched a lot of different content listened to it when i wasn't asleep and one thing i watched was a dynasty fantasy uh rookie draft it's the first one I watched, Football Guys episode. First one I watched for next year. And the takeaway there is not so much with running backs in this draft. Wide receivers everywhere. Mm-hmm. Seven first-rounders, maybe. Like, it's been three or more years of, like, wow, the wide receivers. Last year, I guess it wasn't so much elite as it was. There were just a lot of different guys that people liked. Mm-hmm. And... Next year, you could have three top ten picks, one analyst was saying, with Marvin Harrison Jr., Odunze of Washington, and Malik Neighbors of LSU. Maybe three top ten picks. I saw a mock draft that had, here we go, a mock draft that had, is his name Troy Franklin from Oregon, wide receiver? Okay. To the Bills. To the Bills. All right. I like the sound of three guys going in the top. This is going to be a year. Sorry. Sorry. This is going to be a year where nobody's on the Bills taking a running back for the first time in a long time. Nobody will predict it, I think. Well, they've got a guy that finished, where did Cook finish in overall yards from scrimmage? Second in the league? Like, I I think, yeah, they probably are. That that fire's probably out for now, uh, I think. Uh, You know, we'll see. I don't know. Maybe maybe it'll get fired back up again if Cook falters in the snow on Sunday, and then we'll be talking about trading for Derrick Henry or taking, getting Derrick Henry as a free agent, excuse me. Because uh, his contract is up in Tennessee, but I, I was going to say I love the sound of the the the, the three guys in the top ten because one of them isn't the guy that I've been crushing on all year, and that's Keon Coleman from Florida State. Like that's that's my that's my mm-hmm. dude. Early on, I've not Odunze grew on me as I grew on me as I watched uh, Washington this year, but Florida State. Oh man, I loved watching Coleman. So um, that's um, that's a dude. Top two picks, maybe quarterbacks, two out of three, could be trades, could be four or five, as always it seems to be the case in the first, or usually, not so much the Kenny Pickett year, but uh, often you have several quarterbacks in the mix as first-rounders. You know, um, not our primary concern right now with the Bills in the playoffs, but it's out there. And we'll get Chris's thoughts on both the draft and where the how the Bills set up for this game against the Steelers and the playoffs ahead. After the update, Mike Schoep and the Bulldog here. Sal Capaccio still to come today as well. The Sabres are home to Ottawa tonight. Pre-game at 6 here on WGR. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. 
And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 